2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: The Volume.
3: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
4: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, June 27th. Uh, yes, it was an interesting Monday. Not necessarily in sports. I'll just say in my uh, social media feeds, given the podcast about Kevin Durant and uh, the reaction from the fanboys. Well, wouldn't you know it? Kevin Durant ended up spending Monday sending me some angry DMs from. I guess he's in Jamaica shooting with Devin Booker and Jim's and hanging out and having fun and living the good life. I'll I'll share a couple of those notes later. Obviously, not all of them because I don't want to you know lose the trust of Kevin Durant. Not that I have it. Also possibly one of the best rapper NBA commentaries I've ever heard on the NBA. There is a rapper who claims to know what Jordan Poole said to get punched by Draymond Green. It is three hilarious comments. I would assume they're real. We'll talk about, talk about that a little later in the show. I'll just say this. I even love Jordan Poole more now that I know the stuff he allegedly said to Draymond Green to get sucker punched. And yes, uh, Draymond, even though we're you know uh, kind of on the same team now, Yes, it was a sucker punch. All right, I need to open with the big news in sports on Monday. The big news, of course, being that Damian Lillard seems to be realizing that nobody can come to Portland and help him win a title. So he met with Portland Brass on Monday to talk about the future. What that means, we don't know. But what we do know is Chris Haynes, who is a credible reporter. He's been around the league for a while. He is close with Damian Lillard, dating back a few years now. Chris Haynes came out and said, and uh, here's the actual exact language, just so we're clear for everybody, that Damian Lillard does not want to be on a team where there's just three All-Stars or three superstars. He wants a team that has a shot. What does that mean? That's a big word salad, folks. Don't want to be on a team with three superstars or three All-Stars. So let, let's let's just take a gander who he's taking a shot at. It's a shot at LeBron who has teamed up with uh, multiple All-Stars throughout his career. It's a shot at Kevin Durant. Yes, KD, you know, catching strays out here while Damian Lillard talks to the Portland Brass. I would believe that it's a shot at Kyrie Irving, James Harden, basically anybody who has joined forces with multiple players over the last few years. I'm going to toss Curry in there, even though they supposedly have a friendly relationship. Curry, of course, famously recruited Kevin Durant to the Warriors when they produced... What for my money is the greatest team in NBA history with the Splash Brothers, Draymond, Kevin Durant? Like that team was unbelievable. Sixteen and one run in the playoffs. The, that's the best run in NBA playoff history. I know Lakers fans. I got some buddies who are Lakers fans. The Shaq Kobe run was outstanding because the first round was only three wins. They came up one short. Fifteen and one. The only blemish being Allen Iverson um, stepping over Ty Lue in that famous Game One. I remember that game. I was in the Bahamas. Uh, I don't remember what I was doing there. It might have been for work, but um, I remember watching that. I was like, holy cow, Lakers are losing. At any rate, Damian Lillard's idea that he does not want to play with other All-Stars kind of shoots down Miami, doesn't it? Well, let's see. Bam Adebayo's been an All-Star. Uh, Jimmy Butler's been an All-Star. And if you add Dame, that's a third star. So does he not want to go to Miami now? Because before we were hearing Miami's the ideal landing spot. As I've said multiple times, guys, anytime everybody and their mom is reporting or guesstimating the same team in the same scenario, that doesn't ever happen. It just doesn't. I, I i guess I'm not seeing Damian Lillard going to Miami now. And frankly, I don't think that makes sense to bring back Tyler Hero and Caleb Martin and a bunch of picks. You have guards. You need forwards, which is why on the herd last week, I was pushing the idea of a Chris Middleton sign and trade to Portland for Dame Lillard. Chris Middleton perhaps accelerates the Portland timeline a little bit. Again, Shaden Sharp's a teenager. Scoot Henderson's a teenager. They're not ready to win yet. They're probably at least two years away from a play-in spot. But does a Chris Middleton help maybe accelerate that path? Anthony Simons is already very good. And then you've got a bunch of good players. The problem is the West is a minefield. So many good teams. I don't know that that's possible. So what other teams make sense? And I had somebody smart float this to me. I did put it on social media like it was mine. But it came from somebody in the league Obviously, I'm not going to say this person told me this, but he goes, what if Denver, which has done some interesting moves this offseason, draft pick-wise, as if they're making a big move, what if Denver called Portland and said, hey, we will give you Michael Porter Jr., who's locked in for a few more years. We will give you KCP, who is very good and a solid, very solid role player. There was games where he was instrumental uh in the NBA finals and against um, and against the Lakers and against the Suns. Like KCP's a solid player. I mean Lakers title winning team, Denver title winning team. So Michael Porter Jr., KCP, and I looked on this website that tracks all the draft picks. Somehow, Denver has five that I count second round picks next year that are not theirs. Five second round picks, MPJ, KCP, does that do anything for you? And if people are instantly like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do I want Michael Porter Jr.? He's got an injury history. He does. He's also 6'10", extremely talented. Michael Porter Jr. can beat you inside, outside, can make defensive plays. And on this young team, I think there's a potential for Michael Porter Jr. to be something of a leader. He goes from being the third or fourth option in Denver to, I don't know, right out of the gate. Is year, one or two? I don't know if you can win with Michael Porter Jr. as your one or two, but it's interesting because that's the small forward or power forward if you like, depending on where you want to play him. You go small ball, you play maybe KCP, Simons, and Sharp with Scoot coming off the bench, and then Nurk and Michael Porter Jr. I don't know. It's it's interesting. And it's, from Denver's point of view, man, if y'all thought we were dangerous last year, now we're adding Damian Lillard, an all-NBA talent. Michael Porter Jr. was very good up and down in the finals. I think he did have a double-double in, uh, in game five, I think. 16 and 12, maybe. Um, and we're going to miss KCP, but guess what? We got Peyton Watson coming in, the young kid out of UCLA who reportedly has been very good in practice, and he's ready to make a step up. I don't know what that does for their Bruce Brown uh, potential to keep him. They definitely would love to keep him, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be an easy one. And of course, Christian Brown is ready to contribute. I never like losing two starters uh, for one, but it's Damian Lillard. And boy, if you thought Jamal Murray, And Jokic was tough. What are you going to do now with Damian Lillard? Like that's You're talking really deadly in Denver. I just think it's something to consider because this idea that Damian Lillard is going to please everyone is nonsense. I'm a big Damian Lillard fan. You guys know I love to talk about my men's league basketball. I've worn Damian Lillard sneakers for three years. The most comfortable sneakers out there. Love them. But I I just wish Damian Lillard would understand you can't please everyone. And when you try to please everyone... You please nobody. It's not going to end well. Some people are going to get upset. They're going to get in their feelings. And that's okay, Dame. That's not about you. That's about them. Because they're that wedded to you in Portland and coming to the arena to see you for over a decade now. And I get that. I get that love affair with athletes. But it's not personal. This is just a business. The only reason Portland has Damian Lillard is they had the foresight to draft him. But that doesn't mean he has to stay there forever. It doesn't just because Bird and Isaiah and Magic all stayed with their franchises. Let's remember, Akeem Olajuwon, <laughs> he was wearing a Raptors jersey at the end of his career. You remember Patrick Ewing with the, uh, the, the Boston Celtics? Oh no, I'm not, not the Boston Celtics. Do you remember Patrick Ewing with the Seattle Sonics? Like, this happens. Players move around. Uh, one of the great producers here on on uh, Straight Fire, I said, well, like like Denver, why on earth are they blowing up their team to add a superstar? Nobody's ever done that before. Won the title and then added a star. Ah, uh, not so fast, Jason. Clyde the Glyde Drexler. You guys remember him, surely. Uh, went to finals in Portland. They lost to Jordan. Clyde Drexler, after Houston won the title, Michael Jordan retired, right? Um, Houston wins the title. They beat the Knicks in Game 7. I'll never forget the John Starks game. I was a huge John Starks fan at the time. That game crippled me devastating loss. I was a Knicks fan. The following year, Clyde Drexler goes to the Houston Rockets and I looked it up. Clyde Drexler averaged. He was their second leading scorer, 21 points a game. This was at 32 years old. Dame is 33. So Drexler went to a championship team. He At that point, Clyde Drexler had already been on the dream team. Clyde Drexler had been an all-pro. He had been an all-star. It worked out. Clyde Drexler went from Portland to Houston and won a title. Houston went back to back. That was the year Jordan returned early from his baseball failure. They got dusted by Nick Anderson and the Orlando Magic, and then Akeem Olajuwon went up against Shaq in the finals, um, and the Rockets swept them. Uh, you know, Orlando was very young. They were feeling themselves after eliminating Jordan, and um, then they get destroyed by Houston. But there is precedent for a star to go to a team that just won a title. I know some people will say, well, what about Kevin Durant? Remember. Golden State had lost the title. Golden State had lost to the Cavs in seven. The Draymond suspension, Andrew Bogut's injury, yada, yada, yada. But, of course, because Damian Lillard wants to please everybody, that, oh, shucks, I can do it. I can, I can sit on the fence and make everybody happy. That does not exist. It just doesn't exist. So if Dame goes to Denver, he's going to a big three, although Jamal Murray's never been an all-star. Uh, Aaron Gordon won a dunk contest. I don't think he's been an all-star. I don't. I think there's a stat that... Jokic hasn't played with an all-star in, in this uh this run they've had the last few years. Jeff Green, I don't think he made an all star team. But would Dame be against playing with a team that just won the title? Well, I don't want to go play with a great team. Would he push back on that? And I would just say, Dame, stop. You gonna you, you, you guys forget when these athletes get up there in age, teams move on from them quickly. Look at the NFL. Ezekiel Elliott was Jerry Jones's guy. Drafted Jer- Jerry drafted Ezekiel in the top five. Ezekiel Elliott was the man in Dallas, the alpha in that locker room. It wasn't Dak Prescott. You want to know who's throwing the best parties? Zeke Elliott. He was the man in that locker room. Jerry Jones loved him. And what happened a few months ago? <laughs> they had to cut Zeke Elliott. You know, it's not personal, it's just business. And I, I I could be wrong, but I don't think Jerry Jones has given one interview on camera since it happened. I, I'm I'm told it wrecked him. He really was devastated to lose the guy he loved, and they they like they were super close. But again, it's not personal; it's business. So Dame, the longer you drag this out, the I believe the worse it's going to get with Portland. Because trust me, the fans are going to understand. Hey man, he wants to go win. I get it. The ones who don't, the knuckleheads who are like, how could Dame leave us? Oh, no, no. That's their problem. That's on them, Dame. You can pull this off. You you should be able to go wherever you want. Just like how LeBron said, hey, Cavs front office? First time around. You're not building me a contender. Antoine Jameson ain't cutting it. You know? Old Shaq. What am I supposed to do here? Look what Orlando's doing. Look what Boston's doing. And LeBron said, I'm out. And he went to South Beach and took Chris Bosh with him. Maybe the exit was clunky, a little bit, with... The decision. You didn't need to diss your your team on national television. That being said, LeBron was a young guy. He didn't know better. Dame's a veteran now. Hey, man, I had an amazing time in Portland. I love this city. I even, uh, Folks, I even went so far as to look into Damian Lillard's like, wife. Maybe he wants to stay there because his wife is from Portland. And I, I don't think that's the case. It looks like she went to high school in L.A. They met at Weber State. They got married a couple years ago. Some NBA players were there. Bradley Beal, Draymond Green. And it's like... So what's keeping in, Bo- in Portland? Does he really hold that firm belief that, you know what? I'm Dame Lillard. I can win a title here. I-, I love that attitude. I love that mentality. You know what, Dame? Here's the reality. You tried like hell. You guys had awesome awesome years. You went to the conference finals. It just didn't happen. Big deal. You think anybody's going to remember in 20 years that Dame didn't win in Portland, but he won a title in wherever he lands up? I mean, I'm sure you guys had forgotten that Clyde Drexler was a champion in Houston when his career was mostly in Portland. Like, you know, what's the big deal? Wherever you win, you win. That's all they care about. Doesn't matter how you do it. Just matters that you win. And I'm a Dame Lillard guy. I'm rooting for him. You know, I think Milwaukee's going to be in play. I I, I know Knicks fans want to think there's a scenario. Brooklyn fans want to think there's a scenario. But... You know, I'll wrap up on Brooklyn because, remember, he said he loves Mikael Bridges. He loves the spotlight of New York. The Knicks, they got Brunson. I don't think there's any shot of them bringing in Dame. It'd be interesting to see those two in the backcourt, but defensively, I don't know. Um, Is there a world? uh, Would they part with Cam Johnson and several other players or a couple other players for Dame Lillard? And now it's Dame and Mikael Bridges, but that certainly is not top five in the East. Dame, You know I'm a Dame guy. But Dame and Mikhail Bridges and whatever else you want to put together. Sorry, guys. I don't think that's as good as Boston, Philadelphia, probably Milwaukee. We'll see what happens. And it's not better than Miami. Now, Miami just had a title run. We'll see how their roster shakes out. But they do bring Hero back for what it's worth. So, Dame, stop trying to please everybody. Because when you try to please everybody, you please nobody.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere.
2: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great
3: episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't.
4: um, Cameron, surely you know about the great, yeah, 1990s hit Horse and Carriage. Amazing. If you don't know it, I'm sorry. Call it up on YouTube after you're done with the podcast. But I have it on my iTunes. And remember, to the new folks, um, I'm the old school guy. I'm the old guy who actually buys songs on iTunes instead of just creates a list on Spotify. I'm like, I, I like having my songs so I can play them over and over and over. Uh, horse and carriages on all my like workout mixes, pregame, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh boy, Juel Santana, Cameron. Uh, classic. Come on, guys. 90s nineties rap was amazing. And uh, early 2000s rap as well. Um, Cameron goes on this podcast with another rapper. I, I believe it's Mace. Um, uh, and Cameron claims to know why Jordan Poole punched Draymond Green. According to Cameron, the rapper, okay, Draymond went to Michigan State and Jordan Poole went to Michigan. I'm not making this up. Cameron said it. If he was joking, I apologize for all this, but it looks like he was serious and trying to break news. Like he, this wasn't parody. This wasn't sarcasm. Okay. He, he says that Jordan Poole says, you went to Michigan State. I went to Michigan and I had relations with more women in Michigan State than you did and laughed in his face. Okay. And obviously he used certain words that aren't relations. So then they were, according to Cameron, they were running sprints at practice and Draymond's, you know, lagging behind. And Jordan Poole goes, Draymond, don't worry about it. You'll be in Sacramento next year. Anyway, this is before last season when Sacramento got, um, very good. Okay. Um, my eyes are watering because I'm laughing at what's about to come. Um, Allegedly, according to rapper Cameron, Jordan Poole told, <laughs> told Draymond Green, why is your Twitter handle Money Green when you broke? <laughs> and apparently that broke Draymond's back and Draymond just went up and took him out with a punch. Because remember, Draymond was lobbying for the contract. Jordan Poole had gotten paid and... um. I listen, I gotta say, guys, I, I'm a Jordan Poole fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if someone was acting that way toward me, obviously I would hate it. Um, but Draymond is notoriously notorious for running his mouth. He's the guy who's leading all this stuff and yapping teams, uh, fans, coaches, everybody. And that's what Draymond does. Well, he ran into somebody who had a bigger mouth and had played better the year before, and Jordan Poole was on one and just he was he was not gonna he was not gonna back down from Draymond Green. And I got to say, like, that's some good stuff from Jordan Poole. I don't know if we can get him on the pod. I doubt it. Um, I would like our staff to effort that. I mean, I, I got to say, uh, Jordan Poole, <laughs> that's funny. That's, if you can't laugh at that, even if you hate Jordan Poole's shot selection, you
0: got to love his trash talk. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage,
5: And finally, we will wrap up
4: with what Kevin Durant sent me on uh, direct message on Instagram. Now, for the new folks who haven't listened to the pod or just catching me on YouTube, I've I, you know when I got to Fox in 2016, uh, the Warriors had ju- just lost the title like a week or two later, and they went and recruited Kevin Durant. He goes to the Warriors, and he is just everybody on the internet decimates him. What do I do? I applaud the move. I defended it for years. He was drafted by Seattle. They moved to OKC. That doesn't mean he has to be there forever. Should I have to stay in my first job out of college? Should anyone? Like, I totally defended Kevin Durant, and I would tag him and stuff. And he didn't reply for a while. Didn't reply for a while. And then, as they were entering the NBA Finals, just utterly dominant, rolling through. Uh, I think they were, yeah, they were 12-0, and and I'll never forget, I went on Cowherd show and, you know, I did the headline segment. And I said, Warriors are going to sweep him. Because Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. And at that time, LeBron was still the best player in the league. Kevin Durant hits the game-winning shot in LeBron's face in transition, I think in game one and game two. Or maybe it was games two and three. Whatever it was, he hit two of the first three. Eh, I'm sorry. It might have been two of the first five games. Whatever it was, they go up 3 nothing, And your boy's doing a victory lap. Hey! I said, sweep, come talk to me, baby. We're up 3-0. I was going excited. And then, of course, in Game 4, the Cavs hit an NBA record, I think, 28 threes. 27, 28, whatever the number was. Love, Kyrie, they couldn't miss. And then, of course, everybody takes shots at me. It ain't over, 3-1, ha, ha, ha. Well, you know, Warriors choke him out in Game 5, it's over. And I, vindication. Kevin Durant, best player in the league. I told you also, he's the Finals MVP. Look at his stats compared to LeBron. I think he averaged like 35-13. and It was crazy. And Durant responded and I was like, wow, that's shocking. And I, you know, it's one of those, the first, first time I was like, a little younger and you know, my kids were younger and I was like, got the kids Curry jerseys and we were like rooting for the Warriors. And I was like, oh my gosh, guys, Kevin Durant he replied. I tagged him and we were like all excited. I didn't really say anything. And then eventually I told a couple people um, and then Durant from time to time, I would tag him and he would reply. I was like, oh, cool. So. Once you say something nice about someone, they reply, okay, I see you. Stay up, king. That kind of deal. Then, when you say something not so nice, you get this. You're such a clown. You don't even like sports. You look like a drama major. I don't, I don't. I don't know what that means. I've never taken an acting class in my life. Um, I love sports, as you guys know. Just a reminder: all, all I wrote was "love Easy Money Snipe," love Kevin Durant when I tagged him, but hate the battling with social media meatballs. Why? Where's the win? That's all I said, and he didn't address any of it. Not one ounce. All he said was you know, personal attacks, clown. I I don't like sports. I look like a drama major. So I reply, I'm not going to read all this stuff. I said, and I shared this with the producers. I, I'm not, I hope I'm not out of pocket here. I'm not going to share all. I know Michael Rappaport's done this in the past that ended up looking like a bozo. I said to KD, one of the 15 best players in the history of the NBA squabbling with anonymous fools in a comment section. It was never your brand when you won the MVP and two titles and finals MVPs. Why pivot that way now? Now, he, I think the burner was after the Warriors. I don't know. You guys could check me on that. I might be wrong. And then he just got personal. You're a fool, blah, blah, blah. Um, he used the P word to describe me. Um, he calls me broke boy. Again, doesn't address any of it. Doesn't address why he would argue about being top five. And again... I'm a Kevin Durant guy. You know this. Well, Jay, how are you a Kevin Durant guy if you're saying he's an idiot for battling guys in the comments section of of a Twitter spaces? Well, time out. Can't both things be true? This isn't black and white. You love this guy. You hate this guy. It doesn't work like that. You can like someone and totally disagree with something they're doing. I like Kevin Durant. I thought he was a moron for leaving Golden State for Brooklyn. I said that. That doesn't mean I don't like him. Are we really at the state where you have to be 100% all behind somebody or 100% against somebody? It doesn't work like that. Why should it? Y'all know I'm a big Warriors fan. I Steph Curry's been my favorite player pretty much since he, before he blew up. You know I liked him at Davidson. My favorite players, my favorite athletes in sports, Patrick Ewing, Magic Johnson, stayed as Magic for a while, LeBron, and then Curry took over. And now Curry's my the, my favorite guy that I've ever uh, talked about, written about, to, to watch. Like if you tell me, Jason, you can watch one athlete tomorrow play in his prime, it's it's Steph Curry. Um, I, I, I don't like the Chris Paul move at all. I'm out on this team. I don't think they're going to be great next year. I don't think they're a contender. I think they're a, a play-in team next year. So that doesn't mean I don't like the Warriors. I don't like what this move does for the team. I hope... That our audience is smart enough that they can differentiate between, you know, I like this guy, but I can comment and say a negative thing about it. If not, we got much larger problems. And I know society, these are first world problems because we're talking about sports. Um, I'm a big Zion Williamson guy. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) we've talked a lot about the porn star and the stripper. I don't like where Zion's at. He's in a dark place. I can can still root for Zion. I'm hoping he comes out of this malaise. This is a disaster. It's awful. Like, do you guys understand that? I hope we can agree. I can like someone, not like decisions they made on the court, off it, whatever, and call them out when they see fit. It happened. You guys could say the same thing about me. Jay, I loved your take about USA Jamaica, but man, you are so wrong about Christian Pulisic. Being one of the top 20 or 30 players in the world. And yes, a lot of you came at me and said that. I get it. Made some good points. So, bottom line. I still like Kevin Durant, even though he's calling me all these names. He's hurt. I get it. Um, I'll live with it. Life will go on. You know? So, I guess the moral of the story here is, whether you're Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, can can I throw Cameron in there? Um, thank you for making the NBA so... So, so exciting in late June as we head into free agency. Thank you, all of you. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that
0: mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
5: I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.